As we listen to our readings, we heard two of them talk about leprosy. But for us today, that's probably a foreign concept, because it's not that common these days, and we have treatments for it now. But in these biblical times, it was fairly common, and they didn't have a treatment for it. So if somebody had this disease of leprosy, um, a disease that kind of eats away at the human body, causing it to degrade and fall apart, they were to be separated from the rest of the community. They couldn't be together with them because that leprosy may spread to other people. And so they had to be separated. And everyone knew that because they didn't want to get it too. They would keep their distance. And to prevent people from coming close to those who had leprosy, those who had leprosy would have to declare it and say, unclean, unclean, so that people would keep their distance. So when we get to our gospel passage, though, we hear something different happening. The one who has leprosy goes up to Jesus. He's not supposed to do that because that disease might spread, but he's going to Jesus anyway. And Jesus does something he's not supposed to do either. He touches the man. He's not supposed to do that. Why? Because the leprosy could spread to him. And yet, we see this profound faith of the one suffering with leprosy. He believes that Jesus can heal him. And Jesus, who knows the law, who knows what's supposed to happen, is making a point by touching the man that he is God and that he has control over the physical world, that he can cure this man. And so he touched him and said, I do will it be made clean. And it happened. And that's great that Jesus loved that man so much that he was willing to heal him. But it's also an example for us. God loves us so much that he wants to heal us too. But the Lord cares more about our souls than he does about our bodies. And so he wants to heal our souls. He wants us to be in good relationship with him. And the affliction that we can have on our souls, the disease that we can have on our souls, is sin. Sin is where we're turning away from God, where we're, where we're rejecting God, where we're saying no to God and his plan. God, who is life, who is beauty, who is truth, who is all the things that our souls are made for, when we turn away from God, then our souls start to degrade. And our Lord doesn't want that. He wants to heal us. He wants to make us clean. He wants to make us whole. And he continues his ministry of healing from sin, even today, in the sacrament of reconciliation. What a great gift that if we are afflicted, that we can be made clean, that we can be healed. And during this season of Lent, it's a particular time in which we are uh, encouraged to draw closer to the Lord, encouraged to take advantage of the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And so I've decided for the season of Lent, um, I'll be expanding the Sacrament, the opportunities to receive the Sacrament, to every day of the week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from 3.30 to 4.30, I'll be in the confessional. You're welcome to experience the love and mercy of our Lord then. 
or Tuesday, Thursday at 7.15 until 7.35 a.m. First Friday, first Saturday, before and after Mass, uh, we'll have our usual Saturday, um, 4 to 4.45. And then I'm also adding confessions available on Sunday before the 8 o'clock Mass at 7.15 until 7.45 a.m. In addition to that, just like how we had in Advent, an evening where multiple priests are present for people to come to for the Sacrament of Reconciliation, we'll have uh, an opportunity then on March 11th at 7 p.m. until 8 p.m. for you to come and receive the sacrament from me or three, one of three other priests uh, here in the church on March 11th. So if you're interested, you can take advantage of those opportunities. But to be honest, a lot of people don't fully understand confession, like what is it? Why do we have to do it? What's so great about it? So this season of Lent, I'm also going to be offering two different ways of learning more about confession. One will be using a series from Formed, the online program that I would uh, mentioned to you before. Um, and we'll have a three-part series on that, um, February 25th, March 3rd, and March 10th. Those are Sundays at 6.30 p.m. in the Knights of Columbus Hall. But for some people, Sundays don't work so well, so there's going to be like a crash course version here in the church on Monday, March 4th, um, similar to what I did with the teaching on the Mass, where I would just kind of offer instruction and then large group Q&A at the end. For the three-part series, there would be uh, people who are there at the table to lead table discussions so that you can talk about your own experience and your own thoughts with each other, at the with others at your table. And then after that, um, there would be the opportunity for large group Q&A. So different opportunities for learning more about confession. Hopefully you'll take advantage of those. Um, this season of Lent, as we have every season of Lent, we also try to draw closer to the Lord uh, through certain practices of penance. Uh, so Ash Wednesday and Good Friday to practice fasting, and on all Fridays during Lent to abstain from eating meat. This way we're doing something as a community, making an offering to the Lord to help us draw closer to him. It's also customary during the season of Lent for each person to consider something to give up or something to add or something that they're going to do to try to help them in their relationship with the Lord. Sometimes we might choose something very simple and then we do the same thing every year and then we're not really all that different after than we were before, and that's not really the point. Um, we should choose something that we're going to do that'll help us grow in our relationship to the Lord. Uh, I remember when I was in college, after I'd come back to the Catholic faith, um, I knew that I just had way too much screen time. Uh, I would spend way too much time watching TV, playing video games, playing computer games, things like that. And so I decided one Lent that I wasn't going to do any of it at all. The only exception would be that I would go on the computer to do my schoolwork and check my email because I needed to check my email since they would send us things regarding our classes through email. But otherwise, I wouldn't watch any TV, wouldn't be on the computer, wouldn't play any video games. And some people thought it was kind of strange because I like took it very seriously. So if I walked into a room and there was a TV, I would kind of like turn around. It's like, I'm not even gonna look at it. Um, and I would even walk backwards. And some people thought that was a little extreme too. 
But I was taking my decision very seriously to avoid seeing any screens. And after the six weeks of Lent, I found a new freedom. I didn't have that same desire or tendency to just flip on the screen and immediately go to that. I found that my relationship with the Lord had gotten better because I chose something particular to me that was helpful for me. And so my encouragement for all of you is to consider this season of Lent what it is that you want to do to help you in your relationship with the Lord. So let us, brothers and sisters, consider the opportunities that are available to us in the season of Lent, ways that we can draw closer to the Lord, Consider also how we can be reconciled with the Lord in the sacrament of reconciliation and be cured of the spiritual illness of sin. Let us consider these things as we prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist.